You're listening to episode number 218 of Starting the Conversation. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Alice Venom, your host, and today I'm going to be kicking off this little three-part mini-series I'm going to be doing this week by talking about how to cast vision and set yearly intentions. Now, I don't know if you've realized, but we've made it to 2023. Happy New Year. I hope you had a good Christmas break. I hope you're entering the year feeling rested. I say that with slight gritted teeth because I I, for one, I had a lovely Christmas break, I should add, but I did catch the flu that has been going around and seemingly taking everyone out between Christmas and New Year's. So I didn't quite have the restful, calm, you know, just restorative time off that I was expecting. I really laughed when I listened back to the episode that went live last week with Vix that we'd recorded back in December because I was very naive, just saying like, oh, I'm really gonna enter next year, you know, ready to hear hit the ground running, just so energized. And thankfully the flu is now over, but I cannot say I'm feeling my freshest self as I enter the year, but hey ho, we cannot control what happens to us. We can just control how we respond, all of that fun stuff, rest, blah, blah, blah. I hope you're feeling good. Whether you're resonating with what I'm saying and you haven't quite entered the year the way that you expected or whether you have all the bragging rights in the world because you're feeling super on top of things and energized and you are hitting the ground running, whatever we mean by that when we say it. Welcome to 2023. However you're feeling, I'm really excited to be sharing this mini series with you, which is going to be taking you through my three-part process for setting intentions, setting goals, and really helping yourself to enter the year in the best way possible. What I'm going to be walking you through this week is my tried and tested method, which has actually got a name. It's called the AB method because I'm AB, which is all about yearly intentions, quarterly goals, and monthly actions. This is a method that I created, must have been about five, six years ago now. And it originated just because I needed help within my own business. I felt so lacking in structure and the typical ways of goal setting that I always saw people doing, particularly when it came to more kind of personal goals. I just never really found that it worked for me in a business context. So kind of tried a few different things. I observed, you know, why we struggle to achieve the goals that we've set. Fun fact, I mean, it's actually not a fun fact. It's very sad fact. Apparently, almost 95% of people's goals that they set at the start of the year don't get achieved. And it kind of makes me laugh knowing that seeing all the content going around at this time of year where everyone's sharing their goals and their intentions and their resolutions. And I can kind of understand why. I think there is a real art to goal setting. It's something that I do a lot within my work with clients. It was actually the inspiration for my new product-based business, I mean, is it new? I've had it for like over a year now, but my other business on paper was actually created because I wanted to help people set goals in what I believe to be the most efficient way because I think there is a right way to set your goals. Now, before I get into today's episode where I'm gonna be helping you to do step number one, which is all about casting vision and setting intentions, I first just wanna give a big disclaimer that you don't have to do this work and you definitely don't have to do it at this time of year. 
Now I know there is a certain kind of energy and excitement when there's a new year, like everyone's talking about goals. It feels like there's this big kind of clean slate in front of us. And I love that. If this feels like the right time for you to be setting new vision and you're craving some clear goals and you know, you've got the mental and physical capacity to kind of take action, amazing. Keep playing on these episodes. Sounds like the best time for you. But if that's not where you're at, maybe you're feeling a little bit burned out. Maybe you've got some things you need to just sort out in your business or some projects you need to complete before you kind of have the headspace. Maybe you're not feeling 100% physically or mentally. It's okay to do this work at another time of year. I know, crazy thought, right? There is actually nothing magical about January. You can set vision on a random Thursday in October. I know that this is work that I do within my business and with my clients throughout the year. Yes, I think it's really powerful to begin the work at the start of the year if that works for you. But let's remember, this is not a one-time thing. And I also want you to think about not just doing this because you should. With all of the noise going on on social media right now about setting goals and resolutions, etc., etc., I think it's really easy to do this work just because you feel like you should. Okay, that's going to make me a good business owner. You know, it's going to kind of make me feel better about myself. It's almost false action sometimes, right? Like setting goals and doing planning makes us feel like we're succeeding, but actually we're just busying ourselves with stuff that we don't necessarily need to do. So I want you to think really intentionally about why you are setting vision and why you are setting goals. From my perspective, as someone who helps a lot of people do this work, especially at this time of year, the purpose of this work is not that it gives you a way to decide whether you've succeeded or you've failed, but is instead that it just helps to focus you and focus your action. Business is so overwhelming, right? There's so many things that we could be doing. We always feel like there's another thing on the list, the to-do list never ends. There's so many shoulds flying around that from my perspective, the benefit of setting goals, and I want to clarify here, I mean genuinely aligned, strategic, helpful goals. And we'll talk about this week what that actually looks like in practice. I'm going to help you to set those kind of goals. When we have those kind of goals, it becomes so much easier to work on our businesses and work in them. Goals are not about measuring whether you've succeeded or whether you've failed at something in your business. Goals are about helping to give your action a focus so that A, you find it easier to take action towards your long-term vision and B, you also are able to take more action than you would have if you hadn't set goals in the first place. For me, that is the purpose of doing this work is that it brings more ease and more efficiency to the way that you show up for your business. I want you to bring it back to that purpose every time you do this work. Be careful because it's so easy to just do this work for the sake of it and kind of busy ourselves with just setting goals because we feel like we should. But I really want to encourage you to ask yourself why and make sure you're doing this for the right reasons. Now, all of those disclaimers and that kind of context over, I want to give you a quick overview of the AB method, which is what I'm going to be walking you through across the next few days. This is a method, like I said, that I came up with for my own business quite a few years ago, but it's now a method that has been tried and tested by thousands of business owners. I've done it with clients one-to-one. I've done it with students. I've done it in workshops. I've created a lot of content about it. I've sold thousands of pieces 
pieces of stationery that help people to follow this method. And I'm not sharing that to gas myself up and make myself feel better. I'm sharing that to show you that this method is genuinely built on theory. I'm not about to just tell you, okay, go and write a list of all your goals and then you've set your goals for the year. No, I'm about to walk you through a method that will help you to go from the big picture, long-term vision, right down to the day-to-day action. So here's what the method entails. There's three steps to it. Step number one is setting yearly intentions. Step number two is setting quarterly goals. And step number three is thinking about your monthly actions. So yearly intentions, these are intentions, whether that be words, phrases, um, sayings, which capture your long-term vision. This first step is all about giving you clarity on where you're going. Businesses need direction, goals need vision. So yearly intentions are about setting vision for where you want your business to be by the end of the year. Then once we have that clear vision, we set quarterly goals, which directly link up to those yearly intentions that we've set. I'm gonna talk more tomorrow about how to set these goals, but in short, I think we make so many mistakes when goal setting. One of the biggest ones being that we set goals for a whole year. These like immovable, really tangible goals for a 12 month period. To me, that just feels like too big of a time to be thinking about something so specific. I like to look at goal setting in a way that is flexible in the long term. Our intentions are pretty vague sometimes, but very specific and measurable in the midterm. So that's why I like looking at quarterly goals, which is a three month chunk of time. Um, because you then get very specific and go, right, what goals am I gonna set that are gonna help me achieve this yearly intention? And then the third step is thinking about actions. So right, we've set these goals, but now what are we gonna do? What are our action steps to make these goals happen? What kind of habits do we need to bring in to make sure we achieve these goals? What tools and systems and processes do we need in place? By going through these three steps, we take ourselves right from that big long-term vision with our yearly intentions. We then bridge the gap with a quarterly goal and then then we are so clear on the day-to-day actions. By following this method, you will not only have real clarity and peace of mind that you know where you're going and how you're gonna get there, but you'll also just find it so easy in the day-to-day of your business to put the blinkers on and take the right action for you. So how do you implement this method? I hear you ask. Well, you're in the right place because today I'm gonna be talking to you about how to set your yearly intentions. Tomorrow, we're gonna be looking at setting our goals And then the final day, Wednesday, we're going to be looking at achieving your goals and taking action. So in three episodes, I'm going to be sharing what many people pay hundreds of pounds for, let me just say. And if you follow these three steps, I promise you will set yourself up so well for the year to come. So let's start by talking about yearly intentions. Quick interruption to this episode to let you know that this content is sponsored by On Paper Shop. Lol, just kidding. On Paper is my own business, so technically not a paying sponsor, but very relevant to all of this goal setting and action taking chat. I started On Paper because I realized that so many business owners were lacking the tools that they needed to not just clarify their vision and set strategic goals, but also track their progress, plan out their time, manage all their different priorities, and help themselves to take daily action 
traction in their business with ease. My products help you to do exactly that. They are in the desks of thousands of business owners across the UK and the reviews speak for themselves. They are pretty good if I say so myself. Now we've just restocked our 2023 AB Method collection. So if you wanna get your hands on the tools that you need to set yourself up for a successful year, make sure to head to onpaper.shop. There's a big yearly view wall planner where you can see everything that's going on and set your yearly intentions. There's an amazing quarterly view goal setter, which is, I won't lie, probably our hero product, absolute game changer. And then there's also monthly, weekly, and daily desk pads to really help you keep on top of what you're doing when. I really rate the business. So thanks so much on paper for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to head to onpaper.shop for all of your stationary needs. Tell your friends, tell your business pals, tell everyone. Thanks so much. Back to the episode. Bye. As I said, your yearly intentions are phrases or words which capture your long-term vision within your business. And I think vision is a really important place for us to start when we think about setting ourselves up for the year and goal setting especially. I see it a lot where people jump straight into the really tangible things. They think, okay, what's my vision for the year? What are my goals? Okay, I wanna launch a new podcast. I wanna have this new offering come to life. Oh, and I wanna hit 10,000 followers on whatever. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't say those are the the best kind of goals to set. Talk more about that tomorrow. But second of all, I'm not sure about starting there because what's the wider vision? Why do we want those things? I can say this from experience in business and also from seeing clients do this. In business, the tangible stuff is, yeah, it's absolutely important, but it's not ultimately the stuff that we really care about. If one of my goals for this quarter is to bring in a new service within my business, yeah, I'm sure I feel pretty excited about that service and what it's going to do and how it's going to work, but that's not really exciting to me. What I really feel excited about is where that service is going to take my business, how that service is going to improve and increase the way that I help people, how that service is going to contribute to my financial goals, how that service is going to lead me to feeling more fulfilled as a business owner. Do you see when I talk about the wider vision, what we want, different things to achieve within our businesses, that's often what we're actually motivated by. And I think one of the biggest mistakes we can make when setting goals is that we don't set goals that are genuinely aligned with our vision. We just pluck things out of thin air and go, oh yeah, I'd quite like to do this. That sounds fun. That other person is doing that thing. Okay, that's what I'm going to do this year. That is not the way we want to set goals. We want our goals to be incredibly aligned with what's important to us and who we are as business owners and where we are going. So that's where we want to start, setting vision. When we're thinking about setting yearly intentions, what we've got to start with is thinking about our vision. Thinking is probably the wrong word because I don't know if you can really think about your vision. I feel like your vision is something you need to explore and consider and play around with. I want to encourage you to see this first step as a really fun one. You get the opportunity today to cast vision for your business. You as a business owner get infinite control over where your business is going. I mean, what a joy and a privilege it is to be able to do that. I know so many people in employed settings who would love to have that level of autonomy over where their job could be by the end of the year. We get to do that as business owners. We get to cast vision. We get to really think about the big picture. So that's where I want you to start is think about where would you love your business to be by the end of this year? I'd encourage you as you're listening to these episodes, have a notebook or you know the notes app on your phone out so you can take notes as I'm talking because I'm going to give you a load of different 
different prompts that you can think about here. Imagine meeting the you of 12 months time. Imagine your December self listening to an episode on this very podcast, helping you to review 2023. Imagine that. What would you love your future self to be saying about how the year has gone? What kind of wins would you love to achieve this year? How would you love your future self to describe your business at the end of the year? That's one of my favorite things to think about, particularly when we're thinking about vision. How would you like your business to look and feel by the end of 2023? What kind of words would you want to use to describe what your business feels like to run? How it looks externally? What it's like for your clients and customers to interact with it? And there's no right or wrong here. That's the beauty of vision. It's all about what's important to you, what you think is gonna be the best fit, what's most important to your clients and also to your your customers, whoever it is that you work with. A prompt that I really love when thinking about vision, it's a really playful one, is wouldn't it be cool if? Wouldn't it be cool if? What would you love to do in your business? Or wouldn't it be cool if my business was like this by the end of the year? Wouldn't it be cool if I worked less within my business and I ended the year with a business that only required four hour working days? Wouldn't it be cool if I grew a team this year and the business was less reliant on me? Wouldn't it be cool if if I did more in-person networking and community building this year. You might have some really specific ideas like the ones that I've just referenced there. Or for you, it might be quite vague that you just think, actually, I just like the end of the year, the business to feel a little bit more established or a bit more sustainable, or maybe just a bit more structured and streamlined. There is no right or wrong with how clear your vision is because it's your vision. So that's the main action step I'd want you to do today is to cast some vision for where you want your business to be by the end of the year. And then as you're doing that, and as you're kind of concluding the process of journaling and reflecting and dreaming and thinking, is to start considering what yearly intentions could you set that really captures that vision. There's no right or wrong for how many yearly intentions that you set, but my recommendation is three, or at least I should say maximum three. I tend to find three yearly intentions helps you to have enough different areas that you're developing that you don't just change in one area, because I know often in business, it feels like there's loads of different things that we wanna do. So three is a good number, because we kind of have a few different things going on, but it's also not too many. It's important when setting yearly intentions intentions that we can kind of keep on top of them in our heads and and easily remember them. If you've got seven, you might find it a bit hard to remember them. And you're also going to find it really hard to action seven things at once. So I'd encourage you to try and pick three key themes out from that vision that you've explored. Oh, I totally forgot, by the way, an amazing prompt. If you're not sure what your vision should be is to connect back to the why in your business. And I talk about why in two ways. You've got a why for you. Why do you run your business for you? you. Maybe this is about creative fulfillment, um, your time within the business, financially what the business does for you. That's your why for you. And then you've got a why for others. That's all about legacy, impact, how you want the business to serve your clients, your customers, your audience. If you re-clarify or maybe you clarify for the first time your why for you and your why for others, and then ask yourself the question of, okay, well, how could my business be closer to this purpose by the end of the year? You might find that you connect to a new why. Maybe you realized something that you didn't realize you were passionate about in terms of how your business helped other people. Ah, interesting. Maybe there's then some vision in there of your business diversifying or developing this year and bring this new thing in. So I just want to add that in. That's another great way to think about vision. Connect back to your why and then think, right, how would I like 
to be closer to this why by the end of this year. Anyway, jumping back into actually then setting intentions with that vision. As I said, recommend that you set three intentions which you feel really capture the vision that you've set. The way that I tend to do this with clients and when I do it for my own business, I did this for myself a couple of days ago, so it's all very fresh in my mind, is I will look at a kind of condensed list of my vision. I'll do my kind of big thinking um, and like just, I put anything and everything down, honestly, when I'm doing my big thinking. I just let my brain run with it. I'm like, I don't have to do all these things. I'm just coming up with ideas. And then what I'll do is I'll kind of condense that down and go, right, which of these things feel most important to me. And then I'll try and notice some key themes. So to give you some examples, when I was doing this with my own business or businesses, I should say, because I do it for both Alice Benham Limited and on paper combined, because I can't cope with more than three intentions in my head. So I combine the two businesses together. What I noticed is that one thing that was coming up loads was all about my marketing and my presence and kind of how people connected with the business. I'd written things like being more consistent on LinkedIn, and trying out TikTok and hosting more events in person so I can do more networking that way and connect with my community that way. I'd written things like applying for awards and getting more press coverage. And I noticed this key theme of visibility. So my first yearly intention is visible. I want my businesses and myself to be more visible, both in an online and an offline setting. So just an example there of how you can go from a kind of, page full of ideas and vision to then condensing it into some intentions. Alongside Visible, my two other yearly intentions for this year are profitable and established. So Visible is about all of my businesses. I want to be more visible in every way. Profitable is about Alice Benham Limited, which is my service-based business. That's the one that this podcast runs. I really want to be able to this year take that business, not necessarily to the next level. I don't want to make more money, but I want to make the same amount of money with less time. I am time poor, especially with my new business in the mix. So I really want to make the business more profitable this year, make it more efficient and kind of bring in new pricing, new packages, new systems, new processes, new client experience, which allows me to kind of scale without putting more time into the business. And then my third yearly intention is for on paper, which is established. I really want this year for that business to feel more established. And for me, that's about diversifying the different sales streams within the business, growing my product range, really just looking to kind of take that business out of its infancy and making it feel like a kind of proper established business. So those are my three intentions for the year. Visible, scaled, established. Now you can see I've chosen words there, but you can have phrases, you can make yours a sentence, you can make it bullet points, There is really no right or wrong. I personally like picking three words because it's then way easier in my head to remember like, what are we doing this year? Oh yeah, visible, scaled, established, right? Okay, that's the focus. So if you're a bit like me, my recommendation would be to pick a word for each of your intentions and then have like a few bullet points that sum up what that word means to you. Because intentions are often quite vague, but to me, that's the point of it. Like, I don't wanna be super crystal clear on exactly where I'm gonna be by the end of the year because I like my businesses to evolve, I like to be able to be reactive. So I don't want to box myself in 
But we do want a bit more clarity because an intention like profitable, okay, if I don't know any more than just that word, it can be quite hard to know what goals I should then set to be more profitable. Whereas if I know that for me, okay, being more profitable is about making the same amount of revenue with the same input. I think it's going to mean, you know, up-leveling my packages and my pricing. I think that's also going to look like having some new systems and processes. You can see that by just having a bit of detail in there with that intention, it doesn't box me and I don't have to do all those things, but it just gives me a bit more of an understanding of what that intention means for me and my business. So that's where I want us to start today, casting vision and setting yearly intentions. To give you a quick recap, I would recommend starting by just dreaming and journaling and exploring and playing. Ask yourself questions like, where would I love my business to be by the end of 2023? What do I want this year to hold? How do I want my business to look and feel different by the end of the year? How can my business be closer to my internal and external why? How can I be achieving my purpose more? What would be cool to say I did in 2023? What's important to you about the way that your business grows? Journal on any and all of those prompts. And then once you feel that you've kind of started to really see what your vision is for the year, have a go at capturing your vision in three yearly intentions. If you want to use a word like I did to sum up your intention, as a reminder, mine were visible, scaled and established. Go for it. But there's no right or wrong. As long as you look at those intentions and think, yeah, that is my vision for the year. And as long as those things excite you and feel genuinely aligned with where you want your businesses to be, then great, you have set your yearly intentions correctly. So that is your action for today. That is your next step. When you feel ready for it, what we're then gonna be talking about in the next episode, which is coming out tomorrow, is how to set strategic goals. So great, you've got your yearly intentions. That is a really important first step. Vision is essential to setting strategic goals. Okay, now let's talk about how to get those goals in place because setting vision is great, yearly intentions are great, but it can feel quite vague and overwhelming. We need to make it more actionable. We need to make it more specific. So that's what we're going to be doing in step two. Come and share with me, whether it's on Instagram or LinkedIn, or you want to pop me an email, what your yearly intentions are. I really want to hear. I'm so nosy. I love hearing what other people are working on in their businesses. So come and let me know what your yearly intentions are and how you found this first step of the process. And I'll be back in your ears tomorrow, ready to talk about how to set strategic goals. See ya. This content is sponsored by On Paper Shop. Lol, just kidding. On Paper is my own business. So technically not a paying sponsor, but very relevant to all of this goal setting and action taking chat. I started On Paper because I realized that so many business owners were lacking the tools that they needed to not just clarify their vision and set strategic goals, but also track their progress, plan out their time, manage all their different priorities and help themselves to take daily action in their business with ease. My products help you to do exactly that. They are in the desks of thousands of business owners across the UK and the reviews speak for themselves. They are pretty good if I say so myself. Now we've just restocked our 2023 AB method collection. So if you want to get your hands on the tools that you need to set yourself up for a successful year, make sure to head to onpaper.shop. There's a big yearly view wall planner where you can see everything that's going on and set your yearly intentions. There's an amazing quarterly view goal 
setter, which is, I won't lie, probably our hero product, absolute game changer. And then there's also monthly, weekly, and daily desk pads to really help you keep on top of what you're doing when. I really rate the business. So thanks so much on paper for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to head to onpaper.shop for all of your stationary needs. Tell your friends, tell your business pals, tell everyone. Thank you.